to Psych Character Quest. I'm your guest, Eli, and with you as always is your host, Richard Dogamo. Hey, Richard, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing pretty good today. Richard, just um, living off, I'm about to die. Well, I'm glad we could squeeze in this final episode of Psych Character Quest with you in it before you do die and we have to find a replacement. Yes. Okay, wait, actually, I think I'm gonna go die now. Oh, okay. Alright, just, I'll be right. Wait, 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 where's the gold buried? Where's the gold buried? Oh, it's behind. God damn it, Richard. This is literally the only reason I've hung out with Richard is to inherit that gold. Uh, hey, hey, Eli. Uh, this is Ty. Um, what's what's up? What's the what's going on? Ty, um, I'm sorry uh, for your loss. Why is there a body? <laughs> Richard, Richard died. Fuck! <laughs> Did he tell you where the gold was? No, he didn't. He died right God before. Damn it. Oh. oh, this asshole! Wait, you at least have the deed to his land, right? <laughs> you had that. No, I don't. God oh, damn shit. It. Is it buried Why? with the gold? Oh, Richard. <laughs> Richard, what the you, hell? you son of a bitch. Richard. Oh, Richard, bitchard. Uh, uh, I always knew it wasn't worth hanging out with that old fart. You know, the weird thing is he was only like 18. So, Ty, let's talk about Dungeons. Wait, 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 wait. Um, yep. Do you need to bury the body real quick? Nah, I, it's pretty cold up here. I'm, uh, did I already said that I'm in like a cabin in New Hampshire right now? Uh, before we started the actual show, yes. Okay. Yes, I'm in the cat, like a cabin in New Hampshire right now. It's pretty chilly. Um, so I think that'll probably preserve his body. Uh, I, the only reason I'm not like cold, I'm not dying right now is because I'm wearing like a heating pad and I have a space heater and stuff. If you can hear that space heater, I apologize. But why don't you just, just suck it up? Just deal with it for once. For, for once. once. Richard's Ugh. dead. Richard's dead. There's bigger <laughs> problems. Ugh. Speaking of bigger <laughs> problems, there is uh, totally a skeleton walking your way. So, uh, hey, Eli, give us a recap of what happened last episode. Okay, so last episode. Oh, wait, have we even introduced the show yet? Yes, we did. Okay, yes, sorry. Yes, we did. And okay. then Richard died. Then Richard died. God rest uh, his soul. You weren't here for the introduction. No, sorry. Um, that, was, that explains why I didn't. Um... um yeah, so last time on Side Character Quest, uh, uh, Sir Roderick teamed up with Velma, the halfling ranger character who was housed up in that very in that building that um, she was housed up in the building that had the mark of the wall climbers, which was mm-hmm. a more group. of a shack than a building. Okay, well, a shack is a building. You're I just suppose. going over semantics here. Um, mm-hmm. She said that she might know where uh, the girl that Sir Roderick was trying to find might be. So they rode to the this clearing where there were a bunch of mushrooms. Sir Roderick saw a hole in the ground, thought it would be a good idea to hammer that hole. They fell mm-hmm. very nearly to their deaths. Yep. Um, uh, they're not feeling great. They were able to send uh, Velma's owl to mm-hmm. uh, potentially go get help as they explored this dungeon area. Uh, the most interesting thing that I remember is at one point in uh, on the wall in the dungeon area, 
there was a crest of a boar's head that perfectly matched a crest that is on Sir Roderick's Warhammer that has been passed down to him by generations. Yes, yes, yes. It's like a little crest of a boar. Uh, as things were ending, um, the, out of the shadows in this, this stone wrought uh, hallway, this um, pathway, a skeletal form had been walking forward. And uh, we're jumping right back into that, that time slot. Um, and what's what happening now is uh, Velma, um, you hear her. Uh, as she says to you, what the fuck is that? What the, what is, what is that? What is that? And, uh, she, she is like backing up and, uh, and is, um, she drops her, the little lantern that you guys had lit and is like running backwards. I step in between Velma and the skeleton. There's just one skeleton, right? Yeah. As that's all you can see. Yeah. Okay, and I unshoulder my shield, so that is on one arm, and I raise my warhammer and say, Hail, what kind of creature are you? Um, as you are doing this, uh, the Velma is like still yelling like, What the fuck? And is like running, running away. Her voice is getting quieter uh, as, as this happens. And uh, the skeleton sort of cocks its head to the side, and it... Uh, sort of mimics your action, putting um, a shield that was resting on its back um, out in front of it, and also pulling out a short sword. Okay. And it is, uh, and then uh, it pauses for a minute and waits for you to do something. Are you about to do something? I yell to Velma, "Stay behind me, but do not go too far." And I'm yelling because I realize that yeah, she's far this away. This might be too late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I cautiously, but confidently, step forward to the skeleton. So uh, as you do that, the skeleton is going to uh, roll for initiative, and you are as well. Oh, snap. Yep. First combat. First combat. I got an 11. Sweet. Uh, you go first. Okay. I, um, hmm. Can I see like she dropped the lantern, but is it still going? You can st- like it, you don't have great vision, but you can see bright enough. That's all I need. Probably. I guess I just go up to it and try to smash it with the war hammer or as Sir Roderick calls it the boar hammer. Because what with the boar symbol on it? Yeah, it's it's the one, you know, the one sort of playful thing that he allows himself. There's not many. Nope, nope, nope. I got a 15 for attack. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that is going to hit it. So you slam out your um, hammer. It This thing, like, turns, and you can see it sort of, like, slowly moving its shield up in the, in the path. But this thing is still sort of, like, creaking and not moving super well, and, uh, and does, it does not manage to put the, um, the shield up in time, and you're hammer smashes into its ribs uh so yeah uh, roll damage on that 10 damage 10 damage you crack off um a good like five or six of those ribs and they just sort of shatter and and land on the ground um at the same time though this thing is going to um swing its sword at you bring it on uh 
Uh, nine. I deftly uh, deflect the sword with my shield. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so now it's it's your turn as well. I say this. You're going to have to fight stronger than that, villain. And I swing my boar hammer at it for a 14 to hit. Uh, that does not hit, but barely. Okay. Um, so this thing uh, puts its shield up. Um, the uh, boar, the hammer, like, bounces off. And it turns, gets its footing, and uh, then turns back, swipes out a sword at you. Um, and this time, uh, 15 to hit. It hits a little bit harder, but I'm still able to deflect its sh- uh, its attack. All right, man. Uh, it is like we this thing. Uh, when that happens, when it doesn't manage to hit you, um, it's going to try to uh, it, it hears Velma shouting off in the background. And so after that first hit, it um, turns and looks and starts moving in her direction. I and, say uh, is stepping out of out of your your path. I say your adversary is me today, skeleton, and I go for an opportunity attack. Do it. 21. Ah, uh, man. So you as this thing, like he just sort of stops paying attention to you and walks right by you. And as it's like turned around and like walking towards Velma, you smash your hammer down on its skull and it just like crushes you crush into the side of the skull and uh, the thing collapses out and down into a pile of bones in front of you. And I, uh, for the first time in this game, yell, huzzah, Velma to me, the coast is clear. Uh, uh, you can hear Velma back in the, the room that you guys originally came from, just sort of like shouting and like, and, and moving around, knocking things down. <laughs> Like, fuck! Ah, there's fucking skeletons! Velma, it is safe. I am here. I will be the shield against the darkness. <laughs> I was like... And you hear her say, like, Yeah, he said he said that, every, that people are fine, but, like, everywhere sucks! Velma, I know it is dark here and filled with... Uh, have, you, have you gone back into the room that she was in? Yeah, I've started walking back towards there. Okay. I say, I know it is dark here. And apparently it's filled with skeletons. But I am here and I will allow no harm to come to you. Um, so you, you go in there and she's like, you find that, uh, that she's just sort of like backed up against a wall and kind of like looks like she was hyperventilating, but is, has started to, to calm down. She's just sort of like, uh, 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 uh. And, uh, and she's looking around the room and she sees you walk in and she's like, we gotta get out of here. I agree. Okay. As long as we're on the same page, uh, can we can we just find a way out now, like as soon as possible? We must find the girl first. Exit second. Okay. All right. Fine. Um. And she she gets up and uh and just sort of like runs over to where you're standing, and uh. Then it's like, where, where's my where's my lamp? And she, then she she realizes she had dropped it and goes leads you back into the, the main hall um, area. And when we get there, picks back I up. place a comforting hand on her shoulder 
and kind of lean so that I'm, you know, down to her size and say, Velma, I have legged you into danger. And for that, I am sorry. But know this, I will keep you safe as long as the darkness has surrounded us. Uh, yeah. The, give me a, a charisma check. Maybe oh, like a, my charisma is very good. Yeah. Just to see, like, how how good of a job you do at, like, convincing her that that she's cool. Got a seven. <laughs> she is not very convinced. But uh, I have my most charming smile, <laughs> which is, I'm assuming, very crooked and creepy. It's It probably has to do with, like, the lantern's light. Yeah. Casting shadows on my face. Yeah, and your, your face is, like, also kind of covered in dirt because of, you know, falling under that that earth. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not super convincing. Just like, let's just, let's just, let's just get, let's just get a handle on things. Like, just get out of here. Okay. Fine. Would it help you if we took a bit of a rest? I, I don't, I just want to leave. I just want to get, I just want to get going. Okay. And I guess I lead her down the hallway some more. Okay. Um, so you guys start uh, going down this path. You walk by that mark on the wall, um, the boar mark, and you notice that the the path starts to widen up a little bit. This hall gets like bigger than it was before, and it, it gets to the point where it. Roll me a perception check. Eleven. Yeah. Um, you can kind of tell this. This place is. It, it's it's like cobblestone, fairly like flat and uh, well maintained, and it's it's wider and just like more, uh, just like a more comfortable travel path um, as you're walking along. And uh, as you're you continue, you notice a like cutout in the wall uh, down the ways a little bit. As you approach that, you turn and look. And if Velma is like standing well behind the cutout, um, you turn and look and you notice uh, something that looks like stables. OK, I'm going to investigate. Cool. As someone who is a fan of horses. Yeah. Um, so you walk over into these stables and this place, like up, up until this point, you haven't really noticed much stuff made of wood. Um, like the, the shield that the, the skeleton had was made of wood. Um, everything else, though, has been has been stone um, or dirt. Uh, but this stables like has some like rotting, uh, like not even rotting, just like very, very, very old wood uh, materials, um, like sort of making the, the frames of these things. And you notice um, reins and saddles. You notice like resting against a wall you notice a horse a skeleton of a horse resting against the wall is it is it moving as you say that the head as you like look are stepping well, forward Roger to take a closer look that. yeah I, 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 that's what i mean wait, like, wait, as before you're... i before i took a closer look i yeah. say velma you might want to stand back and i kind of grab my hammer not like it's not fully out but just kind of like have it behind my back so it's ready and i edge forward to check it out 
you you turn as you're look, looking to do that you turn and look and her hand is like peeking around the corner just her hand uh <laughs> like directing the lantern uh into the space she is she is well behind the corner of there and um the the head of the horse the, s- the skull head of the horse turns and looks at you and the horse pulls itself off of the wall and that it was just sort of leaning against and it stands up and just sort of moves to the front of the stall it's in. Okay. Roderick's whispers to himself, what devilry is this? And he kind of moves forward and kind of like, you know, does, does what a good horse person does when they're around like a wild horse, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. stays low, unthreatening, and just kind of like reaches out to like touch it like yeah. touch it because because while he's like concerned that there's some weird black magic shit going on this is also pretty rad like <laughs> this is stuff that Roderick has read about like yeah. like he is staying very calm and cool but he also realizes that he just killed a walking skeleton like let's talk about Roderick's kill count it was a bandit that tried to stab him and a skeleton like Roderick's yeah. having a banner day today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is like, you know, staying very calm. And like, again, that's that military uh, discipline. But he is going to try to touch the skeleton horse. The horse sort of moves forward and like reaches out um, in a way that is exactly how you would expect a domesticated horse to react like it it sort of like reaches out to your hand not not like like a dog like going to lick your hand but but like sort of the tentative cautious way that horses do um but still with some confidence that it's like you know it's bigger than you and it could you know kick you if it wanted to um ty i realize um that you might not have been around a horse but there's no confidence in horses they're terrified of everything uh, <laughs> I've 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 only been around a few horses. Yeah, I uh, had horses growing up. I forgot I about horse. that. I was a horse person. Ty, were you, did we still have horses when you came over to my house that one time? I think you might have had like, I think you might have had two horses. Yeah, that makes that would make sense. Yeah, I forgot oh. about that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, these guys, right. this guy is like. Like very, very tentative, but like not not like he's he's not trying to run away is I guess what I'm trying to get at. OK, um, yeah, I, I whisper back, Velma, you have got to see this. Uh, so you she sort of you, you turn around and look and uh, she peeks her head around the wall and is like, what, what, what is? Oh, what the fuck is that? What Velma, is Velma, that? Velma. What is Velma. that? What is that? What is that? What is that? She's like grabbing you and like pulling you down to her level. What is that? What is that? I, I need you to go grab me a saddle and that bridle. <laughs> she, she walks over and she grabs the thing and is like still holding the lamp up and is just like repeating over and over again. What? But does she bring me the saddle and the bridle? She does. She's she's doing that as she's saying that. Like she is too 
uh, upset with what she's seeing to be able to like argue. <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, I take the saddle and I'm assuming I don't need a saddle blanket since it's a skeleton. Probably not. Uh, and also like you see a saddle blanket that's just like falling apart. And that's that's the most you're seeing. Also, real talk, there's no way in hell a, a standard saddle would fit a skeleton horse, <laughs> but we're going to D&D this shit up real quick, and yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going to very calmly walk toward the horse with the bridle and just go mm-hmm. like, shh, shh, and just like slip the bit into its mouth. Uh, I think I'm going to need a, a animal handling for that. Okay. Got a 17. Ooh, good. All right. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you slip that bridle right over and finish describing what you were going to do. I look to uh, Velma and hand her the reins uh-huh. so she can hold on to the skeleton horse as I uh, put the slip the saddle over and uh, try to string up. I, I also have some rope, so I'm assuming I'm going to need a combination of my rope and the um, oh, what's it called? Uh, there's like a strap the girth strap i think is what it's mm-hmm. called that goes around the belly of the horse but since this horse has no belly um <laughs> you tighten that up real tight it's real tight yeah and then i uh take the reins back from velma and lead the skeleton horse out of the stall sweet yeah so you lead it out of uh the stall it's in like the middle stall of this this row of stalls um it was down uh, a little bit away from the entrance um, to this this area and uh and you lead it out and it it it's a little hesitant it's a it's a little skittish but it it's not quite as confident as sunlight is um but but you know it's it's uh it's it's pretty it's pretty chill like all things considered it's acting like a like you would expect a horse to act act okay i look to velma and say velma i believe we're on a quest uh, We're going to ride this. Oh, uh, okay. And it's going to be a legend to tell future generations about. Okay. And I swing my leg over the horse and hop on it with the confidence of a seasoned rider. And I reach down and grab Velma and just like lift her and throw her up behind me. And I yell, hi ho, moonbeam. And. <laughs> I was uh, I was really expecting uh, moonlight uh, is what I was hoping for. Well, this is this is some yeah. Well, I went with something different, okay. <laughs> and I uh, kind of kick at whatever passes for the sides of this horse, uh-huh. but but gently because I am slightly terrified this horse will fall apart <laughs> under our weight. Yeah, uh, it um, it you kick it and it gets a moving. Um, and it starts moving down that hall. Ty, I gotta tell you, when I got my um, mounted combat feet, I never expected to ride a skeleton horse. Well, you know, things happen. Uh, <laughs> stuff, stuff happens, and you never know really what to expect. You never know when to expect skeleton horse. It's true. Um, but yeah, as, as you're moving out of there, uh, roll me a, another perception check. What is your passive perception? 11. Okay, cool. Yeah. Critical perception. Critical perception. So as you're you're moving out of there, um you notice a couple of things. Um 
Man, you actually noticed. Yeah, you noticed a good bit of stuff. Um, I you notice everything. Uh, quick thing that I, I want to play out before I tell you what what that is. Velma is going to look at, looks at you and is like, "Do you know like, do you know like light or something? Do you know any like spells like that can make it brighter in here?" Velma, I have one spell slot left. Or <laughs> sorry, sorry, let me do this again. Velma, I've used more magic in the past one hour than I have in my entire life. <laughs> I think I have one more spell in me before we get a good rest in and I recharge that. So if you think we're going to rest in between now and, uh, you know, the next time the proverbial um, manure hits the the bellows, Mm -hmm. then I will use a spell. Nice. So as as you're moving out of the um, the stables, you hear uh, you're making a, a considerable lot of noise because, you know, the clip clop of I'm on a horses, skeleton horse. Yeah. Like the clip clop of horses, horse hooves would be pretty loud on in like a stone hallway already, even if the horse wasn't made of bones. Uh, so it's it's pretty loud. But with a critical perception, you notice like. As you're leaving the stables, you hear more sound, more of that clip cloppy than you would have expected. And you actually hear um, a stall being open. Uh, And yeah, and you're just like riding forward down this this hallway, which now you can sort of tell um, appears to be a a road specifically designed for um, carts or horses like going along this path it, it looks wide enough for a cart looks um worn by by hooves and wheels and stuff um so yeah that's that's what you're hearing that's what you're seeing that's what's going on i continue to ride um uh-huh and i say velma do you have any weapons on you i don't know I live in the woods, so I don't have to do that type of stuff. Then I say, that's fine. I need you to be my eyes on my back. What's behind us? I fear we may have company soon. She she like panics a little bit and looks behind uh, and is like holding the um, holding the lantern out behind you guys. So like you, you can sort of when you guys were running forward, it looks like the the path is pretty much clear. So um, you aren't worried too much about like running into anything as long as you keep going straight. But yeah, this lantern is is uh, lighting up the little place behind you guys now. I um after Velma kind of panics, I stiffen up and I don't turn around because I'm still like head on a swivel. Um, but I say Velma, yeah, years ago. I took a sacred oath when my father passed down the boar hammer to me. And there were two parts of it that I believe have a lot to do with what we're facing right now. The first is the tenant of courage. Never fear to act, though caution is wise. The second is the tenant of of compassion. Clop, 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 clop. Aid others. Protect the weak and punish those who threaten them. Show mercy to your foes, but temper it with wisdom. Do not fear today. As you're saying this, uh, your words start to get drowned out as you can tell another 
horse or something is following behind you guys. And as I finish my last little do not fear today, I reach to my belt where there is a hand axe and I turn around and um, I'm not going to say that I immediately throw it, but I look to see what's behind. And if it is something that is clearly undead, I throw the axe at it. Uh, You look behind you and you see another skeletal horse with a skeleton astride it. Cool, then I chuck that hand axe at the skeleton. Aw, yeah. Give me a, a whatever thing. Check. Um, 21 to attack. Oh, snap, dog. Yeah, you, you hit that. You hit that. And then I deal uh, six slashing damage. And as, um, as I throw it, I immediately um, uh, rain... Um, moonlight moonbeam around and just grab my hammer and just charge at it. You threw your your uh, hand axe at this thing. And, yes, and it uh, it it slams into um, the shoulder of this uh, horse. Tell me about your what your proficiency thing does. Your your mounted combat proficiency. Uh, not a lot here. Um, I get while mounted and not incapacitated. Mounted combat gives me advantage on melee attacks against non-mounted opponents that are smaller than my mount. Okay. I can force an attack targeting my mount to target me instead in the most beautiful relationship between man and horse that I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And if the mount is subjected to an effect that lets it make a dexterity throw to take half damage, it instead takes no damage on a successful save and half damage on a failed save. Okay, um, so you throw your your you hurl your axe back at this thing, uh, and then prepare your other weapon. Um, and it slams into this uh, the skeleton's shoulder and does how much damage does it do? It did six damage. Six damage. Okay, so it you clip into this thing and it does does not look like it. It's very happy about that. And then um, does that count by any chance as a surprise attack? Can I then like turn around? No, nah, no, nah, it was it was chasing you. It okay. knew what was up. Um, you could turn around if you wanted. Yeah, um, yeah. I said I turned around and prepared to charge with my warhammer. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. So it is. Uh, it is going up to meet you. Um, and it is going to. Uh, as it like as you turn around, it rides by you and swipes out with um a uh spear that it's carrying. And it tries to hit you for uh, 18. Since I'm not using my shield, yes, that hits. Snap. Okay. Um, let's see. So that's going to do how much damage? Uh, only three damage. Not that bad. Um, and it uh. Yeah, so it it's, um, tries to stab out at you, and you manage to knock it a little bit to the side um, as it as it goes by. Uh, but then it it also sort of rounds about and is facing you. Um, you guys are, by the way, maybe like fifty or sixty feet. No, a little bit farther than that. Maybe like a hundred feet away from uh, the um, the stables that you had just left. Okay, I say, Velma, hold on tight, and I kick the horse. And I, uh, in a practice um, maneuver, 
let, let go of the reins, <laughs> grab the warhammer with both hands, and then just, like, smash into the skeleton. Or attempt to. We'll see if I smash into it or not. Do it. Twelve? Uh, that barely does not hit. Um, yeah, so you go to swing at it, and it um, pulls on its reins, and its horse uh, swings it swings it um, out of the, the range of your, your attack. Um, and then it's going to, uh, assuming you're not going to do anything else, it's going to um, turn towards you, and it uh, is going to stab at you again with its, its spear for... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, that's going to hit. Uh, 22? Yeah, that hits. Yeah, man. Um, ooh, and seven damage. Okay. And with that, it um it raises immediately after that, it raises the spear up into the air and shakes it and looks like it's doing like a war cry, but you can't hear it. Um Yeah. And uh and yeah, it's your turn now. In response, I turn around and raise my own warhammer and yell, In the name of Lumen, be gone, and then I go for another smash. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so you go for another smash. Um, roll me that shit. Okay, I a uh, twenty. All right. Um, yeah. So you roll a uh twenty, and that totally hits. Definitely one hundred percent. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, eight damage. Eight damage. Yeah. So you um slam this hammer like it is. It has raised its its spear up into the air, and you scream that. Take your hammer down and smash into its lower ribs and sort of its uh its spine. The spine cracks and the whole thing just the whole top of his torso just falls to the ground and shatters. Huzzah! Another uh, of these creatures defeated. Oh, God damn it! Yes. Oh, good. Okay. All right. All right. This is good. This is good. Um. <laughs> I kind of trot uh, Moonbeam over to the uh, fallen skeleton, and I guess it's Skeleton Horse. Has it yeah. moved? Yep, the Skeleton Horse is, like, still there. It started to, like, move away, though. Um, it's, like, sort of whinnying and, and like, oh, shit, my rider is gone um, okay. sort of action. And I quickly slide off Moonbeam and just kind of shh, 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 try to grab the reins from this other skeleton horse and kind of like try to calm it down. Uh, the other skeleton horse, uh, give me another animal handling. I'm going to say you have disadvantage on this because, uh, somebody else was just riding it. Um, and I you just killed failed. a trend. Woo. Woo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, the, we all know the correct thing that has to happen here, right? It runs away. And I know it, it, it turns around and it's going to kick you real hard. Um, That's fair. So it, it, it's definitely uh, hits you and it's going to do. Oh, man. Uh, it does 11 damage. Ooh. It's skeletal hits like Ugh. or a kick um, smashes you like hard in the chest, like hard in the chest. And you get slammed against your other horse who uh, whinnies a bit. And um, uh, what's her name? Um, Velma sort of has to grab on real quick to keep from getting knocked off. 
Uh, and uh, uh, then it sort of it starts to run away. I I look at the horse running, and I say, <coughs> "Well, animals, you can't win all of them." And then I uh, lean and pick up my hand axe off the skeleton's skeleton, I guess, <laughs> and tuck it back into my belt. And um, at this point, I kind of just grab the reins and walk it over to a wall mm-hmm. and tell Velma, Velma, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine until I got... <coughs> Hit in the chest by that horse. Do you think you could give me like a solid 30? Uh, I mean, she looks around and like you can tell she does not want to give you a solid 30, but she's like, yeah, okay, fine. Okay, so I'm going to treat this as a short rest. Um, where, how are you guys like, what are you doing? Are you just resting against the wall? Yeah, I'm mostly just like sitting up against the wall and just like catching my breath and kind of like mentally preparing for what comes next. Okay, cool. Yeah, short rest. And then I'm going to use some hit dice to heal. Cool. And then I ask Velma, how do you feel, Velma? I I feel all right, I think. Um Yeah, I think I think I'm all right. Uh, she she looks like a little worse for wear, but she she seems not terrible. Cool. At at the end of the rest, I'm going to use lay on hands and just give her like five more hit points. OK, because some of that recharged. Yeah, she looks uh, much better off than she did before. Cool, 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 cool. All right. I look at her and say I'm much better prepared now. I am um, going to use divine sense. OK. I know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet that is not in total cover. I know the type of any detected being, but not the identity. So, like, I would know uh, vampires near me, but I wouldn't know that it's Count Dracula. Okay. Uh, And then I can detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated. Okay. What uh what does that mean consecrated or desecrated? So like if something ha- if a location has been blessed then okay. I would know that or like so like essentially if there are any altars or places where rituals happen. Um altars so like consecrated is something that where something holy happens like a church altar area is generally gotcha. consecrated. Um places where rituals of uh the black magic variety or unholy type would be yeah. desecrated so you you cast this spell just expecting you know hoping to get an idea it's not a spell I, 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 it's apparently oh. it is like i'm just able to do this as an action okay can you just do this whenever or is this like a limited use thing i can do this three times per long rest gotcha so you, I you do have this done it earlier. Yeah, you do this like divine thing and uh, you get the sense that um, I, I'm going to say that like with anything that's like fiend like you will have have to you will need to have like 
met that type of thing before for you to know exactly what it is. But like, you know, you would you would know if but there was I would like a still fiend. know if there's like a fiend yeah. or something. Okay, you'd yeah, be like, fair. I know there's something here, but I don't know what it is. If it there's was like a werewolf, if there's like a, a demon, suspicion it's from the pits of hell. Yeah, um, but uh, you don't detect anything like that. You do detect that there is a a skeleton of some sort in the stables that you did not uh, that you did not see or deal with earlier. Um, but other than that, you don't really detect anything between the 60 feet, you said 60 feet. OK, I'm going to assume that you guys like went back a little bit towards the stables to uh, to rest up. That's um, fair. So, yeah, you you can tell that there is like a, a thing like that in the stables and you get like this overwhelming sense. Not even like I guess maybe not overwhelming, but you get this sense just filling the air around you that like this whole area there has been some sort of like dark magic going on. Like it's not like a like a sense like okay, something was done to these skeletons to raise them or something was done in this spot or or whatever. It's just like some sort of black magic has permeated this this whole place. I'm going to say that is shocking for Sir Roderick, like to the point where it's pretty visible on my face that like I have. Did you did you demonstrate in some way that you were about to do something like were you like praying or something like how did how did this look when you were casting this? Since I was just kind of like resting and I just kind of like healed uh, um, uh, Velma a little bit, it Mm -hmm. probably looked like I did that and then just immediately kind of shut my eyes and kind of essentially what I was doing is it was less of prayer and Mm -hmm. more of um focusing the divine powers that have been bestowed upon me uh into my senses so just kind of like closing my eyes and focusing on that and now they probably like opened and i'm just like sir roderick has been hoping for a quest or an adventure like Mm -hmm. this for a long time um but i think it's at this point that he's realizing that he is in some stuff yeah uh yeah so you you have your um left hand placed over your uh sort of over your eyes in a fist um you have your right hand um in front of you in a uh open palm like all your fingers spread out um symbolizing the the sun and uh that's sort of like your praying position um and when this happens your your eyes open up behind your fist and uh, Velma's like, what, 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 what is it? What is what's going on? I, Sir Roderick kind of shakes out of it and he looks at Velma and he says, never fear to act, though caution is wise. And I reach into my pack and um, I pull out uh, my censer and mm-hmm. a block of incense and light it and kind of like tie it onto the back of the horse. It's not anything magical. Yeah. It's just something that would bring um, Roderick comfort. It's gotcha. like a familiar, it's something used in like regular worship at the gotcha. Temple of Lumen. So, like, I think doing that is going to kind of give him a little bit more courage. Okay. Um, by the way, when you, when you, uh, 
were doing the spell, you didn't get any like huge sense of evil from the steed from the horse. Just so yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. But I kind um, of I, I'm sure I identified it as yep, that's undead. That's undead. That is <laughs> that was made by by like some evil shit, but it's like not There's necessarily evil in and of itself. In it. Okay. Yeah. I I look at Velma and I kind of like realize that I need to do something because I don't want to worry her. And uh-huh. I say, Velma, there's um there's another steed in the stables if you would like your own. Oh okay. Wait, so so like not the one that kicked earlier, but like the one that you detected earlier? Yeah, yeah, the one that's in the stables. Okay. Uh she's like, oh, you know, she during this rest, she had been sort of like, you know, hanging out next to the horse. And she's like, you know what? You know what? Sure. Yeah. OK. OK, I can do that. Uh, and so she's like, OK, let's let's go get it. And I uh, Roderick for a second, because this was his attempt at um, kind of humor. Uh, he yeah. did not actually expect her to have, like, worked up the courage. And he <laughs> kind of like smiles and laughs like, ha ha. That's that's the right attitude and kind of like smacks her on the back and walks her back to the um, the stable and uh, helps her finds the other skeleton. And yeah, so you guys uh, you detect that the skeleton is like behind one of the the doors Um, and uh, and yeah, so she goes and she's like, all right. And she um, you point it out and she goes to open it up. And as she opens it up, a humanoid skeleton falls down on her and uh starts beating of punching at her i'm dead i'm dead and in hell right now <laughs> all right i guess i just golf swing my hammer at it uh yeah give me a give me a uh, <laughs> attack roll i did say it was a skeletal like a skeletal thing i didn't i didn't even think that you would think it was a horse <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Like, all right, uh, eighteen. <laughs> yeah, you hit it. Uh, roll, roll damage. Eleven. Yeah, you hit it, and uh, its head just like shatters, and and its whole shoulders just like fall apart and fall apart apart on kind of on top of her, and she's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it! Every time." <laughs> Did you know this? <laughs> Sir Roderick is Did you do this there, on like, purpose? Sir Roderick is equally shocked and he just looks and he's like, he's trying really hard because at this point it's all it's it's almost funny to him too. But he does realize that they could have ended very badly. <laughs> but he is like Milady, I I am Milady. So sorry. <laughs> and then he's just kinda like <laughs> and he's like hiding his hand behind his mouth behind his hand and just like really i on i honestly thought it was a horse <laughs> yeah she's like all right let's just let's just go okay let's just let's just get on moonbeam and like and let's just get get going okay are are you okay yes yes i'm fine i'm fine okay <laughs> So uh, so she goes and um, the she has had like the the lantern on like dim most of this time um, or like almost off. Uh, but now she she, uh, you know, 
brings the brightness up a little bit as you guys like get onto Moonbeam and uh, start riding down the hallway. Well, as we're riding, um, and Ty, you can stop this if you think it will detract or take up too much time. But at this point, Sir Roderick is genuinely curious. Uh, he says, Velma, this is a quest unlike any I've been on before. And by that, he means like helping old ladies with their chores and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to know more of the person that I'm sharing this adventure with. Tell me about yourself. What led you to life in the woods, separated from people and all that Lumen has provided for us? Well, you see, the thing is that I hung out with some people and I was like, these guys suck. And I was like, I don't want to deal with them anymore. And so I went out into the woods. Velma, that's the answer of someone wanting to hide something about their past. Yeah, well, the biggest thing that I wanted to hide from my past was the people because of how much they suck. Velma, who are these people? Like, like <laughs> everybody, like just people are bad. I don't like hanging out with people. Um, she is. She's like, like almost conf- like almost seems confused by how you don't get that people suck. Velma. People are good at heart. The spark that which Lumen has set in all man's heart is something that must be cherished and brought to the forefront of their personality. There are those that wish to hide that spark, but it is within all of us. I understand that maybe someone hurt you in the past, but it is up to you to bring that light forward in all people that you meet. Yeah, so um so she, you know, is, is listening to you about this and uh you know, as, as you're going along, um you guys talk a little bit more, just chat a little bit about um various things in South Bend in the forest and and whatever. But it doesn't take super long. Um roll me a perception check. <laughs> 15. 15. <laughs> um yeah, so as as you're going along this path, um, you notice, uh, you guys are just like riding at an easy gallop down this pathway and trying to make sure you don't miss anything. Um, and it, you realize it's just like this long, like straight stone path. That's, that's wide enough for a cart. Um, but really not like, like it, it seems pretty nondescript. Um, but you do end up noticing like another one of those, uh, those markers, those, um, bore markers, uh, that was on the wall. Um, and you keep going for a while and you notice another one and then you keep going. Um, and for after a while, you notice another one and you realize that they're, they appear like to be, ha- they, they appear to be going by pretty regularly and you realize that they're, they're distance markers. Hmm. Um, how many have we passed? Uh, a fair number. Like less like you've probably gone a few miles um, and you've probably passed by like four or so. Velma, have you ever seen this symbol before? So she, you, you say that as you're passing by one of them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not that I remember. Like, I've, I've never noticed one before. Isn't it like on your your hammer? I it is. However, 
The symbol on this hammer has never been explained to me. It's been passed down generations to generations. This place is pretty old. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I don't know. Like, who do you think, like, built this? This is the first time that she's seemed curious since you guys saw the skeleton. She is finally starting to, like, relax a little bit. I have no idea who might have built this. I've always assumed that the symbol was a mark placed upon the hammer by the one who forged it, but the secrets of that have been long lost in my family. Even my grandfather uh, does not remember who forged the hammer or what this mark is. Mm. All I know about this place is that something has happened here. Something that has kept the dead from resting in the light of Lumen and... Perhaps we have been sent here to make things right, or perhaps we have been sent here to find the cause, but for some reason, we are here. If the girl who I am searching for is here, I can only hope that she has found safety. I am truly worried. During this conversation, you had started writing again. You notice a break in the path ahead of you. You see that it has split off in two extra directions. Forward and a little bit to the left, forward and a little bit to the right. Hmm. And with that, you come to, not exactly a crossroads, but you come to a fork in the road and you're going to have to make a decision on how to proceed. And uh, I think with that, we're going to stop for tonight. Will he pick left or will he pick right? Tune in next time on Side Character Quest. You can also pick forward or whatever. I might not have done a great job of describing that. Wait, don't we sign off somehow? This has been Side Character Quest, folks. Thanks for tuning in and tune in next time. I'm alive again. Oh, Richard, you magnificent son of a bitch. Wait, no. Oh, I'm dead. God damn it, Richard. Ah, he died. I can't believe that guy, right? Son of a bitch, how are we going to get that gold? I don't know. No, this is... Oh, gosh. Okay, all right. Well, all right. We'll see you some other time. I'm going to see if this guy has any, like, like a will lying around or something. Like a map. All right. <laughs> all, all right. All right, we're done. Bye. Yay. Yay. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. At this point, we don't have tons of messages, so we'll probably respond. There'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. Oh, are you recording? Ah, can't believe you. Oh, yeah. Let, let me let me test my mic. Yeah, definitely the right one. All right, we get it again. Yeah, so uh, right now, uh, you mentioned that I am, like, in a cabin in the woods. 
Um, I am indeed in a cabin in the woods, but it's more of a shed uh, behind my my cousin's place. Um, I'm assuming there's no heat in there because you look very bundled oh. up. So I am very bundled up and it is very cold, but there is a space heater below me and I am I have a heating pad on my back. Nice. So like uh, parts of me feel very comfortable. <laughs> the other parts are falling off as we speak. Yeah, they're very chilly. My hands are very chilly. Um, so funny story, Ty, uh, when we were first discussing this whole uh, project, um, I thought it'd be fun to, at the beginning, talk about what we were drinking. And I thought yeah. that, that was very clever and very funny and not, not done before. And I started listening to trends like these a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing yeah, other I, people do anyways. It is it is also a thing that a few different D&D podcasts are built entirely around. Oh, really? Yeah, like there there's a couple of I've, I've discovered this since there's a couple of D&D podcasts that like are about the fact that they're drinking. Ah, yeah. well, OK, then. Well, I know, right? Looks like you were wise in avoiding that. Mm hmm. Um, also today, just on that note, I'm drinking Belle V grapefruit sparkling water. It tastes like soap. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's not very good. Don't don't put this in, don't put this in the podcast, <laughs> please. But Ty, I feel like I feel like I can discuss this with you. And we're this is all going in the podcast. This is none of this is going in the podcast. It's all going um, in the podcast, and you're gonna get a lot of comments saying like "fuck that Eli guy." He doesn't know. Eli guy. Yeah, he don't know shit. I don't. Um, I don't. Do, 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 Yep. I think that we should actually call it here. Ty, are you kidding me? This is the third time in a row when you've been like, let's do two episodes. I think I said, I think with this one, I said that I would probably not be able to do two episodes. That is false. You specifically said we're definitely going to do two episodes next week. And then earlier today on my phone, I have <laughs> planned for two hours. Oh, yeah, but we, we did use two hours. We used like, one hour. Oh, well, I, I had to do some prep time ahead of time. Well, like I'm supposed to I'm, I'm spending time with family. This one's on you, Ty. It is on me. Next next time, motherfucker. I was prepared to do shit. I was I was in here trying to see if a mystery is going to get solved. Uh, don't worry, we're we're get, we're getting through that mystery. I think I think that uh I think that not having lies, deceptions, disgrace, na 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 scar on his face. That was, that, was a, that was a Star Wars reference that I did. Okay, I was doing a uh, sequel to Lion King. More lies, more deceptions. Yep.